At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It is Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house as well. Producer number nine, so much more than a producer. How you doing, Kelly? You good? I'm doing great, man. We got, we, got a, we got a busy morning of news to get to. Oh, do we? I need another 30 minutes before the show again. <laughs> So we can, we'll start 30 minutes later. Drew Densick joins us today. Usually joins us on Tuesdays, but we're doing it Wednesday this week. Maybe moving forward. I don't know. Maybe we'll get crazy. Maybe a little Bed Bath & Beyond a little later. Drew Densick on tennis and, of course, on the National Football League. Speaking of that, Mike Pritchard. Pritch joins us. VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard talk NFL. Boy, he's, uh, he was all over Kyler Murray last week. So far after week one, he's looking pretty good with that. Yep. Pete Futak, college football. Oh, the week that was, the week that's ahead. Josh Towers joins us in studio. Talk a little Major League Baseball with him. As Aaron Judge clocks two more home runs last night, 56 and 57, on his way to try to uh, get the Yankees an American League record of 61. See what I did there? So the Yankees looking good. By the way, the Blue Jays and, and Rays just keep, this is what we said, they just keep trading victories back and forth. Yeah. Perfect for the Yankees. And that's why the Yankees aren't going to get beaten in the end. They need more wins from the Blue Jays. Ninety and a half <laughs> what you, over on the win total. Oh, you're you're a little behind the eight ball. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mets lose is a massive favorite in baseball last night. Got as high as what minus four fifty was the highest I, I saw. I believe that's what I saw too. Yes. Minus four fifty. Baseball. Baseball happened to them. Minus four fifty down by the wayside. I mean, the, the numbers that we just take for granted now were like historical 10, 10 15, 20 years uh, it's ago. Just, I mean, it's, it's like it's just more Jacob Degrom, right? Where like this is it's it's the classic Degrom story, right? Yeah, he, he he didn't have a horrible game. Nope. he just got no offensive support whatsoever. And then, in case you missed it, Game Two of the WNBA Finals last night, the Aces take a two to nothing lead on the Connecticut Sun. Did you catch that on uh, on the first Sunday of the NFL? They played Game One of this series. Yes, I what, did. What were they thinking? I did. The uh, I was also beating myself up for not betting this again yeah. last night. I, the Aces are just if you watch any any of their games, especially this postseason, they can beat you so many ways. They can beat you so many ways, yeah. and when they get in a groove, I, I mean, it, it, it is they're pretty unstoppable. And it was that game last night. It was. Put the foot on the throat and let's end this thing. The, the funny thing about a best of five, though, I was talking to Danielle about this, is if you can only win the, the championship on your home court, you only have one opportunity to win the championship on your home court. 
It is a bizarre. We were talking about it after the be, show yesterday. Yeah, it is a bizarre thing now. Like you brought it up, and at first I was like, "Who really cares, Gil?" And then like we like just like talking it through. <laughs> so Kelly responds to most of the things I say. Who really cares, Gil? Like, talking it through, you're absolutely yeah. right. Like if you're yeah. the if you have home court advantage, like the only way you win on your home court is if it goes all five games. It is a little odd. Go back to Connecticut for now, and theoretically, the the team with the worst record would have two opportunities to win it on their home court, right. although that can't happen now for the uh, Connecticut Sun. But I don't know what the WNBA is thinking doing that game one on, on a football Sunday. Um, would you care to tell everybody how you tried to uh, bring my day to a grinding halt and were successful yesterday? Would you care to tell everybody? Oh, my gosh. What so, was it called again? I'm forgetting about it. So Kelly texts me. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, Gil, if you're at home, ESPN quick, two quickly now. turn to ESPN2, <laughs> two exclamation points. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they doing an uh, in-depth interview on Iga Sviatek? And she mentioned my name. Nope. Uh, is, it, is it the football life with Joe Theismann? No, that's NFL Network. That premieres on Friday, by the way. Yep, nope. Check it out. No, it was the, uh, the B-Boy World Championship. There was, the ESPN2 had a whole breakdancing thing because apparently the Olympics are having breakdancing in the next Olympics. I so listen. Yeah, we, get into it. We got to circle back to that point. If, if you're a teenager in the 1980s, this is the coolest thing in the world. Problem is, I'm not a teenager, and it's not the 1980s anymore. This was the, I was transfixed for 15, 20 minutes of this. But oh, I'll tell I you. think you were transfixed longer than that. I was transfixed for about 10 minutes, and then I went back to golf handicapping. And you, you texted me. It was like 30 minutes later. You're like, <laughs> can you believe that? That's when you texted me the Olympic <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, Gil, Gil is still watching this. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> When we can bet on breakdancing in the Olympics, I am so prepared now. I know everything. I know everybody. I, I texted you this, but you missed the beginning where it's like the awkward setup of, of two breakdancers going head-to-head, and you're in this awkward— Oh, no. It's called uh, a battle. Let's battle. be clear. Sorry, it's a battle. Sorry. And you're in this awkward, what, like auditorium, and there's like judges and like— There's a play-by-play dude. A play-by-play guy, oh. and it opens up, Gil, and they're like, welcome in to the breakdancing championships, and, and the play-by-play guy, you can see him <laughs> on camera, has to turn— Turn around to look at the screen of who's, who's in the first battle. He's like, first up out of the United States, we've got. I'm like, well, this is professional. I uh, just tell you, from a betting standpoint, I am so far ahead of the curve on this. Uh, thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much. Uh, news of the day of the NFL. Chargers coach Brandon Staley refusing to rule out wide receiver Keenan Allen with a hamstring injury, but admitted, quote, it's not looking great, unquote, for week two's game against the Chiefs. That according to NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reporting uh, that Keenan Allen is unlikely to play. Chiefs place cornerback Trent McDuffie, also a hamstring injury on injured reserve. Najee Harris. You have any Najee Harris bets this year? You did last year. No. No. <laughs> no. Staying away from it this year, Gil. <laughs> he says angrily. Seven and a half rushing touchdowns. Couldn't ended, get there. Ended up with seven. Najee Harris' foot injury said he is going to play in week two against the Patriots. Um, Patriots, this was one of those guessing the lines guesses where I had I had Pittsburgh by a point and a half. Is New England still the favorite? I had the wrong team favorite, apparently, on guessing lines. We'll see what the updated number is there on that. Uh, the Athletics' Chad Graff noting the Patriots ran only two personnel groups, by the way. Another fascinating story. This is fascinating. So the Patriots are one and a half point favorites still against the Steelers. Yeah, one and a half. Um, no T.J. Watt this week, by the way. The Athletics' Chad Graff noting that the Patriots ran only two personnel groups against the Dolphins and used play action on just 8% of their early down dropbacks this past week. And as Graf writes, quote, the only other team in week one that used just two personnel groupings was the Carolina Panthers and their loss to the Browns. And as a general rule of thumb, he adds, it's not good when your offense is compared to that of the Carolina Panthers. So you only ran play action 8%. Here's the thing about play action, right? Anybody who does any, any real NFL analysis will tell you. You don't even have to have any semblance of a running game. Yeah. Just keep play actioning. It works. And like we've we've seen that become something that was kind of neat, you know, niche a few years ago to like the past couple years. You can't watch an NFL game with like a the quarterback play action to nobody there or like, you know, they're running back on the wrong side. Like it's not even they're not even trying. And if the betting odds hold this week, the Detroit Lions will be an unfamiliar territory Sunday at home against the Commanders. After playing in 24 consecutive games as an underdog, the longest active streak of the NFL, the Lions, currently two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Commanders. Remember, I guessed three. I thought anything below three was ridiculous. It was one when we did it on Monday. I saw that on ESPN this morning. Had no idea the Lions were in that kind of streak as a dog. That's, that is it's pretty incredible. 
Have you heard this story, Kelly? I know we talked about breakdancing already this segment. And I'm like, how can I top breakdancing? How can we top it? How can we top it, Kelly? <laughs> the world of chess. Have you heard about this? Rocked by a huge scandal. They're reeling right now. we got to figure out what the betting odds were on yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I'm searching for right now. So in case you missed it last week, world chess champion Magnus Carlsen withdrew from a major tournament that had a $350,000 prize after his unexpected defeat by underdog 19-year-old Hans Niemann. Now, Carlson, who's from Norway, announces withdrawal in a cryptic tweet with a video implying that Neiman had cheated. And apparently withdrawing from a chess tournament is extremely rare from the story I was reading. Alan Boston was going crazy about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, by the way, the tweet was accompanied by a video of a Portuguese soccer manager, uh, Jose Mourinho, who's, who was saying, I prefer really not to speak. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. So it really was a cryptic tweet. Other big names in the sport declared Neiman's play sus. By the way, that's uh, TikTok for suspicious. Uh, and raised further concerns when Neiman admitted to cheating twice previously. So it's not like he's, he's on record as saying, I never cheated. No, he's cheated twice before online, he said. Chess.com, which is a thing, issued a statement that it had banned Neiman from its site over his alleged cheating. So the stuff he was, uh, he had, was admitting to. But here he is on the grandest stage of them all. Massive upset. And so people are wondering how he could possibly have cheated. And do you know what the do you know what one of the rumors is, Kelly? What is it, Gil? Let me just tell you this. Kelly doesn't like it <laughs> when I quote the LL Cool J, uh, the LL Cool J lyric, Sneaky Freaky Brother, Sneak It In From The Rear, when we do something like Underdog Out Of Nowhere. But apparently he's okay with me talking about this. The biggest rumor going on with this is that Neiman may have been cheating with computer assistance and are you ready for this? Because there's no other way to say it. Anal beads, Kelly. Yep, that's the story. So he's getting a vibration. Yes. With anal beads. Yeah. and the, That's uh, the rumor. And, and this is based off of the his admission to cheating online where he had used com- you know computer technology, AI assistance yes. basically for that. So somebody's watching elsewhere remotely exactly and is using ai to give him the proper move and apparently they have some signal <laughs> right, some signal <laughs> for, for lack of a better term i want to find out how big of an upset this was i can't i can't find odds on this anywhere that's uh, what i'm surprised there's a lot of people a lot of people in the chess world talking about this Gil. Yes. but uh i can't find odds which there had it had they have to have been up tweet at us if you if you've heard of this story and you know what the odds were on this match please tweet at us at beating the book at Kelly Bill. Elon Musk would, is tweeting about it. Everybody's yeah. tweeting about this. Um, I, I mean, and this guy, the guy who lost, the grandmaster who lost, hadn't lost in like over two years. And this kid's 19. And this kid's 19. For his part, Neiman says, I didn't cheat, and I'm happy to play him again naked. <laughs> That's the quote. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, that'll prove it. I guess that clears that I up. guess. <laughs> this is fascinating. Well, we didn't think we'd talk about breakdancing and uh, chess this morning, but here we are. Gil, it's been, uh, what, two weeks since I joined the show? It's been great. Thanks for your Best influence. Best first segment we've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. All right, Drew Ditson coming up to join us. Uh, we'll talk uh, tennis with him. We didn't get a chance to talk about our tennis future hitting this past weekend because all the football uh, madness that was going on. So we'll talk briefly about that. We'll get his thoughts on the Australian Open, and we'll talk NFL, of course, all of his picks this coming week in the National. Football League. Mike Pritchard joined us as well. We'll look at some uh, ALCS exactas, teasers in the NFL. We didn't get to those yesterday, so we'll get to our favorite teaser plays as well on the Teaser Thursday, I believe we call it. Coming up on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. 
You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Um, we didn't get a chance, as I mentioned. We have not had a chance to even mention the word tennis this week because of just how unbelievable uh, week one of the National Football League was. But in case you missed it, on Saturday, Iga Sviantek got it home for us at the United States Open, her first major on hard courts, her third overall um, and this is just sort of the end of a betting arc. I'll, I'll just f- sort of put it this way. Remember, back in the day, as I know it, all numbers game listeners do, we had her at 30 to 1 and 33 to 1 to win the French in 2020. Um, and so, really ahead of the curve on her, and have really bet her over and over again to so much success. And this was the last time, this was the last tournament. Like, it, we're talking about Miami also and Indian Wells. And I said when she won the first French, she's going to win double-digit majors because at least like eight of them could be French alone. And then as she kept winning, I said she's going to be the greatest player of all time. And people can debate that all they want, but she's 21 years old. She has three majors, and she gets it done at the U.S. Open in a straight-set win over on Shabor. Uh, She is just amazing. And this is the last time we will have ever had a bet on her north of, say, 3-1 to one or plus 350. Like, it's just never going to be there again. And so it, it brings to a close this amazing betting arc. We had her at 7-1, to one, had another 6.5-1 to one ticket on her this time as well. Then I got the night that Ash Barty retired. So these, these just opportunities aren't going to happen anymore with her. Someone else may come along. Um, but that's, uh, we, we just sort of, we salute her. Igus Fiatek for all the money we've made on her and all the numbers game listeners who have followed suit. And then Carlitos Alcaraz. While the NFL madness was going on, Carlitos Alcaraz wins his first major at the age of 19. And he does so against Casper Ruud. He does it in four sets after marathon matches before. That was just unbelievable. And we here on a numbers game also used to bet him, you may recall, for really keen numbers game observers, when he was 16 years old playing these obscure clay court tournaments in Latin America. And we came in here the next morning and we're like, this dude is amazing. Now, on the men's side, you can't make those kinds of proclamations that we did about Iga, because obviously there's the big three. But man, is tennis at a good place, both on the ladies' and the men's side. We bring in Drew Dinsick, who joins us, who had himself a fine U.S. Open, I do believe. I don't want to get ahead of myself. How you doing, Drew? Oh, good. It was a lot of close calls in the futures market, though. A lot yeah. of knocking on the door <laughs> and not getting home. <laughs> well, I had those too, right? I took. I took, yeah. I don't usually do multiple futures, but I had Samsonova, right, who squandered yeah. eight set points. Yeah, the, the long shots didn't get there. That's no, for sure. No, no, no. And uh, but overall, I agree with your sentiment about everything you laid out there. The only thing I will kind of 
throw a little bit. And, and again, like Iga's built different. Like I wouldn't put her anywhere in the same sort of um, mind space as a Naomi Osaka. But there was a time where we would probably would have been like, is shouldn't Osaka go off as the favorite for every hardcore tournament as long as she feels like playing? There was a moment, um, yeah. And now it feels very, very different with her and her career arc. So uh, I don't get that same read at all about uh, you know Iga and what kind of drives her and what motivates her. I, I kind of agree with you that the kind of the goat status chasing that uh, or at least building to that seems um you know more like what she's all about but uh it still is you know it's still a, a fickle game particularly on the ladies side 100 uh and i guess i just put uh, one one more thought in there uh so iga and carlitos both had really 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 incredible springs uh and then you know iga's of course capped off with the french open carlitos with kind of putting together success at a slam for the first time uh, in best of five format. And then they all, they both kind of mailed it in in grass and really did not show any form it at sure all did, yeah. in the run up. Yeah. Um, but I think like it t- tells you something, which is that if, if you're a younger player and you are playing a lot of tennis in the months of March, April, and May, um, if you want to have a chance to win the U.S. Open, you absolutely have to take your foot off the throttle in the middle of the season because it's just too much uh, wear and tear on the uh, uh, to try to kind of carry your form all the way through. Uh, so I thought both of their teams who did, I thought, I think actively kind of take their foot off the throttle through the grass portion of the season, especially uh, deserve a little bit of credit for kind of positioning them well. Uh, to be to have something left in the tank uh, for U.S. Open runs, Carlitos especially because, you know, if you had, you know, he he had to, f- you know, figure out how to navigate best of five multiple times against very live opponents um, in order to get it done, and uh, the fact that he was able to do that, you know, he's a problem now. He's he's a problem now. By the way, it should be mentioned Osaka still has more majors than Iga. She has four. It's inc- which is incredible to think. Uh, all right, so let's, uh, by the way, agree with everything you're saying. I think it's a great point about how grass season just, if you're trying to win the U.S. Open and, you, and you're full throttle earlier, you just might have to punt on that. This is the Australian Open. We just want to bring this up before we talk NFL. This is the next major. And the beauty, as, as you and I have talked about, and I think I've said on air also, the beauty of the tennis calendar is it defers, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, football's here. We're done with our major. We won't have another one until football's over. That's how awesome this is for us betting-wise. But at the end, right as, right as the Super Bowl is about to be played, the Australian Open comes. Um, and let's just take an early look at these. No real surprises. Novak plus 160. Remember, he was not allowed to play there last year. I, this year, I, I should thought, say. Isn't he suspended for like three years yeah. from going into the country? Yeah, I don't know why he's actually up here. Carlitos would be the next <laughs> short shot at plus 250. Daniil Medvedev, 3-1, to one, Rafa, 6-1, to one, Kyrgios, 7-1. By the way, William Hill, Nick Kyrgios listed on both the ladies' and the men's side, if you want to check that out. Uh, if I haven't heard any news stories on that, I'm, I'm just going to say, I don't know why he's listed in both, but uh, Kyrgios, 7-1, to one, everybody else, <laughs> including the currently injured Sasha Zverev at 10-1. to one. I mean, is there, there's no real, I, I mean, is Sinner the best value? I mean, but we're just kind of stretching here, aren't we? Yeah, no, Sinner is a good look at 12 to 1. I, yeah. I mean, you you know, there's value inherently because, I, and I can't, these markets are so poorly constructed. What are they doing? Uh, the Djokovic, as far as I can tell you, is not going to be able to play this tournament yeah. unless there is a humongous you know, pivot in sort of the public policy and immigration policy in the country of Australia. Yeah. He is not going to be there. So I, I don't understand how this could be like the third major out of four in a, of out of five where your market favorite ends up not playing. And it's known long beforehand. Uh, Sinner interests me at 12 to one, just because as you kind of look down, you know, yeah, I thought I, you know, he, he obviously, um, you know, very close in that Carlitos match, uh, in that, that was a, you know, that ultimately was your final, I thought. Um, and he is knocking on the door next guy, I think to punch his ticket. Um, and just in general should be able to kind of get stronger and, and be right for that tournament. His game in general lends himself to where if we look up in five years and he is, he and Carlitos are trading and he is taking Australia and Wimbledon and Carlitos is taking French and U S like 
that sounds right to me. Like that's probably how you ought to kind of look at those uh, markets in general, just be based on his strength and and the court speed. I think um, so. Sinner twelve to one is interesting. Uh, all the rest of the guys at the top, I, I think, are real realistically overpriced. There, uh, Kyrgios is interesting too, but not at seven to one. Yeah. And I, and I know better than to ask you about Casper Ruta 20 to 1, because for Drew Dinsick, ladies and gentlemen, he is Scam Nori Light. <laughs> uh, so I won't even bring it up. Scam Nori Light. Uh, and then See, the- Cas- so Casper Ruta is a different, I have a different view on him. He's the, he's the Mendoza line for you're a great player. Right? Oh, that's interesting. If you, if, if you can't beat him, you are not, you're not, uh, you're not great. If you and if if he can't beat you, then you're a great player. Like he's, he is, he is the, uh, the litmus test. Uh, for uh, for you know wh- who I would consider a potential uh, slam winner. Okay, so you so you like him a hair as you said a hair better than you like Cam Norris. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yeah. on the lady yeah. side, and this is what I was speaking to before, like the days of betting Iga great numbers are officially behind us. Iga's plus two twenty five, and then it's Naomi seven to one, Caroline Garcia at eight to one, and everybody else, including uh, Simona Halep, double digits. So uh, one of these double digit plays is. Uh, I mean, on Jabor eleven to one. I guess my eyes go to her after what she yeah, did at the U.S. Yeah. Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Iga's career now, like again, her team is very, very smart, and her team is now they are they ought to uh, kind of repivot her focus to career Grand Slam, yep. which means you got to you got to win Australia, you got to win Wimbledon, mm-hmm. um, and that may be sort of in general their philosophy heading into 2023. Uh, the value for that then is if Iga is in any tournaments in the in the kind of the 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 closing salvo here of the actual season, even though we don't bet it as much, um, there may be some tournaments, WTA finals in Fort Worth, Texas this year, by the way, which is kind of cool. Um, you know that you may be able to take her on in those markets just because I think they de- definitely ought to take their foot off the gas between now and the end of the season, get her right for that Australian Open uh, chase. It's a great point. Last thing, Coco fourteen to one. Any interest? No, she needs more. Uh, her game, her game needs more, more. I, and it's, this isn't even really a criticism. She's super, super young. Uh, she has a lot of development to do. Uh, I'm not seeing it yet. If she could make a leap to where she makes a final at the Australian, I wouldn't be surprised, but, um, I think it's still too early for her. All right. We'll come back NFL with Drew, how he did this past week, week number one, what he's got already in pocket for week number two. And his just overall impressions of what we watched this past week, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. Coming back on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance. That's a recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show host and guest, 24-7 video, season prep that includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin here as well. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate uh, the uh, the feedback. A. Brown said, determined to get you to comment on uh, on suicide pools instead of Survivor. If you need a loser this week, do you take Tennessee, Dallas, Chargers, or a layup like Atlanta? Help me out here. All right. We'll talk when we talk Survivor. We'll talk loser pools as well. They go hand in hand. Eric Biggio from William Hill. He says, I'm in for a 30-minute segment on two of the best movies of the 80s. And he has the uh, posters for Breaking and Breaking 2. Can you name the two stars of those movies? No, uh, Kelly? I cannot. Shabadoo and Boogaloo <laughs> Shrimp, baby. So I saw the tweets. I'm like, yep, I have no idea what these are. <laughs> Could forget Shabadoo and Boogaloo Shrimp. Corbin, uh, what, was the odds of, uh, what were the odds of anal beads being spoken on the show? I would have laid minus 400 on the no. Jason H11. <laughs> Thanks for cracking down on this fascinating chess story. In order to get to the butt of the story, you need to find the guy that invented the AI anal beads. Good luck. I can't find the odds, man. I'm like in the depths of chess, yeah. like message boards and stuff too. Like I, it's going to drive me insane. Uh, <laughs> oh man. And they go on and on. Uh, Tim Fraley. What the hell did I just listen to uh, with Gilly Kelly trying to uh, chase steam? <laughs> 
man, this has done messed me all up. Trying to find chess on spank odds, but nowhere to be found. <laughs> you did do some some quality research off air though, because you you the Novak Djokovic thing may turn. I have a thousand tabs open right now. Yeah, I guess it sounds like. Uh, well, maybe it, Drew has it too, because Drew got texted a story too. Let's bring Drew Dinsick back, kind enough to stay with us for a second uh, segment. You got the same text. You're like, "Hey, hold up, it might yeah, be overturned." I gotta, I gotta immediately apologize for poo-pooing the odds makers uh, on that futures market. Uh, and this is a weird one too, because apparently, I, w- I was making a joke that they needed like a whole pivot in the public policy. Well, it turns out the new prime minister of Australia is like a tennis hardo. He's like us. He's a hardo. And he's a hardo. And he cares a lot more about uh, Djokovic competing in Australia and being there to see it than he does about whatever vaccine policy uh, was, you know, was uh, was being flaunted. So, okay. um, yeah, he's he's determined to overturn the, the three year ban. And uh, you may see Djokovic in, in, uh, in, in Australia. And the weirder part, I guess, of what I'm reading on this right now, Drew, is it ju- it sounds like they're just waiting for Djokovic to file an official appeal. Yeah. To last, yeah, to last is, year's tournament, he hasn't done weird. it yet. So it sounds like as soon as He'll he do does it. that, then yeah. they're going to allow him into the next uh, next tournament. Drew, your cat has made an appearance on the show. Uh, what is your cat's name? There oh, that's Laszlo. Laszlo. A Hungarian yeah. cat, everybody. <laughs> a Hungarian cat. Uh, all right, Drew, how was your NFL week one? Uh, it could not have gone better. Uh, Excellent. I had a, you know, I was... Um, uh, convicted on that under and Sunday night football ended up being the lowest scoring total of the week, which, you know, I, I needed a, a non-sweat winner like that. Um, you know, the overall last season was not fun in the regular season. <laughs> and so, uh, starting out with a, you know, a really solid win was, uh, was pretty outstanding. And I think overall, um, uh, it was, you know, our, our, you know, my top three picks when we did the the Megapod last week all came through. Atlanta yes. was solid. You and uh, me. They probably should have. They probably should have won. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were. You we and me a, were perfect. I like, yeah. I feel like we had a good show in general. Yeah. I think um, I think everybody but, uh, was two. I think we were three zero three zero two one two one. I believe two and one also. Yeah, good work by us. Yeah. High, high five there. Um, but the three that I had the most, you know, highest conviction in as of a, you know, Wednesday or Thursday when we recorded, uh, all three were kind of no doubters. So uh, that's about the best you can hope for in week one of the NFL. And um, if I kind of step back, I, I mean, I doubt that I was the only person that had a good week one because there are definitely people who have had sort of a macro thesis going into week one. Yes. Uh, over. As long as I can remember NFL betting and message boards being a thing, people have always kind of hammered home the point of, you know, if you finish your season and kind of meet or exceed expectations, then you tend to come into the next season a little bit, uh, you know, just a little lackadaisical, for lack of a better word. Uh, And I think that kind of macro thesis proved to be extremely true in week one. Um, basically everyone that met or exceeded expectations, I'm looking at the Rams and the Packers and the Titans and, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, just in general, the, the teams that, uh, sh- you know, the, the Bengals teams that should feel good about how they did, uh, they all seem to have completely taken the preseason for granted. And they're kind of using this, you know, pre, you know, the, the, the week one regular season game as as their tune up, um, and so for those reasons, uh, you know, there were pretty obvious opportunities to, to bet against a lot of those teams. And I think people, uh, you know, have made, made, Hey, just watching it the way the market moved. So, um, overall, uh, it was a weird one from the fact that you had so many just, you know, relatively significant favorites go down that obviously impacted survivor more than, uh, you know, the betting market, but, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a, uh, a, a fun uh, welcome back to football, I would say. Let me ask you one question before we get to your picks this week that you've already made. Um, a lot of things probably corroborated, uh, you know, since you did well, a lot of things probably corroborated your preseason conviction. Kelly and I True. fully admit, we're like, hey, the reason that we did well is because of that, right? It wasn't, do we expect yeah. it, you know, to do this well moving forward? Probably not. It's the NFL, for goodness sake. What was one, what was one <laughs> thing that happened? Uh, was it about a team? Was it about a player? But maybe just yeah. about a team where you were like, oh, I better keep an eye on this because I might have had this completely wrong on this team. Ooh, completely wrong. Ooh, I thought you were going to go. What was the kind of crystallized my uh, my, my conviction? Uh, the completely wrong. Um, and after one week, you can't say completely wrong, but I'll keep my eye on it in case I am completely wrong. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders offense. I thought the Raiders offense was going to be live this year. Um, and I thought Carr, you know, th- there was – there were kind of two ways that Carr was going to break. Uh, you know, last year he kind of kept that team together when they were going through an extremely, um, you know, difficult 
circumstances, losing the coach, you lose your wide receiver one to, you know, to the arrest and, uh, and, you know, just in general car persevering and keeping that team together was, uh, I thought a pretty impressive deal. Um, and then, you know, you get a stability at coach, you bring in, you know, a true wide receiver one and, uh, you know, the, the attrition in the offensive line was too much to overcome there. Uh, and I don't know that, uh, you know, now, now like, you know, winning, you know, uh, Josh McDaniels is, is, is a little bit of a, a rough uh, fellow in terms of his uh, sort of the way he, you know, treats the players. Uh, and that goes well if you are winning and it goes poorly if you are losing. And uh, I'm going to keep a very close eye on the Raiders because if Carr kind of tacks into the, you know, his old form where he can't uh, operate the QB position efficiently when he's under pressure, they're going to be under pressure a lot this season. Um, and then that could unwind a team where, uh, you know, all of a sudden they lose a little bit of faith in McDaniels and then uh, everything kind of falls apart. So uh, keeping close eyes on you guys out in the desert. Laszlo's back. Good answer, by the way. That's, a, that's an interesting answer, by the way. Uh, what have you bet already for week two? Ooh, uh, favorite side, Tampa, two and a half. Uh, I don't know who bet New Orleans Saints, but I thank them. Kelly, um, Kelly immediately reacted. You didn't like that? <laughs> no, no. I've been, you know, I've been high on the Saints this offseason. Yeah. For the past 24 hours, when this has gone to two and a half, I've been sitting there thinking, I haven't bet it yet, but I'm like, I think the Bucks at two and a half is a good bet. I think no. I need to make that yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Drew a might good have one. just convinced me. That, that was the reaction. Was, <laughs> All right, Kyle, gosh. All right, I'm going to have to yeah, make the bet. That one, and that one's pretty straightforward, a crystallization of my opinion about the Tampa Bay Bucks defense being the best in the NFL. Um, I think that unit is absolutely sick. And uh, they're going to have, you know, some solid matchups with their pass rush against the Saints O-line that has some questions. Uh, and in general, the Saints offense not scaring me. Uh, if you're putting up that kind of performance against the uh, the Falcons, then uh, you're going to score, I don't know, 10 points against this uh, Bucks team this week. So as long as Brady and the offense don't uh, give that game away, which they have done a lot in New Orleans for whatever reason, uh, I think the Buccaneers are a great play at two and a half and three. Um, I would even look for some alt spreads there. I think Tampa Bay can win that one with margin. Uh, New England I like as well. Um, I think that mm. uh, just just in general, I think you're getting a little bit of a buy low on them after how poor they looked last week against the Dolphins on the scoreboard. But in reality, there was uh, you know some extenuating stuff going on there. And now that they're uh, taking on a, a Steelers team that's defense spent – 50 minutes on the field. Uh, I think you're going to see the Patriots offense look a little bit better, particularly with no TJ Watt out there. Um, the, uh, the other side in pocket, uh, is Miami. I like Miami against the, uh, um, I like Miami against the Ravens outright. Uh, I took the three and a half. Wow. I would take some money line at the current price point. And this is not even that complicated. You know, the one thing that tends to, unwind the uh the ravens defense is speed and miami has that in spades and so this being a potential uh, mismatch with miami kind of exposing some of the issues with the the baltimore defense you know baltimore already losing a quarterback cornerback baltimore already having some uh limited issues with their pass rush and health in the uh you know in their in their front seven um i think uh, miami's going to be able to expose those guys put some points on the board and really force lamar jackson into comeback mode at which point uh i love the uh the pass rush against that ravens uh offensive line i like it bucks the patriots and the dolphins and the thing with the ravens yep. also as we've talked about like how good can they be if they've got no running backs and, like, marginal receivers? It's going to be fascinating to watch with that team. Yeah. Kelly is here. Thank you, Drew. By the way, appreciate it as always. The great Drew Dinsick at Whale underscore Capper. Deep dive. And, of course, Bet the Edge podcast. Kelly's here, so we've got to talk some golf next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. 
Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus. When you sign up, or when they both sign up, I should say, the person you refer to, that is, when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. So here's how this works. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, then you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here, everybody. Producer number nine on the show. So much more than a producer. And one of the beauties of having Kelly here. Kelly, I hope you'll uh, agree, to, agree with this. One of the beauties of having you here is that you model golf. You bet on golf. As much as I bet on tennis, you bet on golf. Uh, You do so with great success. Matt Brown and you, uh, during the primetime action years, uh, would just kill this. Um, You know, we have a lot of great golf handicappers here on the network, and sometimes you and Matt Brown get forgotten in this, but you, you take this very seriously from week to week. And uh, we are back, are we not? Yeah, we are. We are. The long golf offseason is over. <laughs> if you had to suffer through three weeks of it, uh, it is over. Our national nightmare is um, over. But, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, look, it, it, it is something that, uh, you know, golf I've bet for probably eight, nine years now, but it's really been the past few years when we've kind of – Matt and I have kind of started modeling this statistically uh, uh, for each tournament where, yeah, it's become much more of a prevalent – uh, sport for me betting just period. As far as money that I bet in a year, it goes NBA, golf, and then it's probably NFL after that. So I think when there's, you know, we talk about that all the time, right yeah. during the during the spring and stuff, and uh, you know during football football season, you don't need to bet the NFL like it's the only thing you can bet. You know, I think we know a lot of people out there that that bet maybe you know double triple on the NFL that they do on other sports, and they're not necessarily any better at betting the NFL than those other sports. So yeah. Something I take uh, I take seriously. Matt Brown takes seriously. Like you said, we got a lot of great golf guys on the network team. Brady West, Matt Humans, uh, just a ton of ton of great guys out there. So we head to the Fortnite Championship in beautiful Napa Valley this weekend. Gil, uh, that's how they ease the golfers back. They're like, we were just going to take it to Napa. How about right, yeah, that yeah, this yeah. week? You enjoy some wine, play yeah. some golf, get set for the Presidents Cup next week. Which there are players that are playing in the Presidents Cup next week that are in this field field this week. I think that's something to keep in mind. We discuss a lot, Gil, sometimes uh, tournaments before majors, guys kind of preparing for that major the week before. I think there's a few guys you could maybe look at in this tournament uh, with that in mind, and that would be Matsuyama and Homa to me, uh, of just, you know, what's 
Is it more important to be prepared for the President's Cup or really truly compete in this tournament? I think they're thinking, look, might be looking more ahead to the President's Cup. However, pretty much everybody else in this field, you, you know, it's still winning a PGA Tour event that is going to put you, make you exempt for majors for years to come. Uh, it is important to win. So, uh, just some quick uh, course stats here. We're looking at a par 72 at Silverado Resort and Spa. Yardage about 7,100. Greens are a mix between POA and bent grass. Only 50 bunkers, only two water danger holes on this course. Makes it one of the easier courses on the tour. Not uh, necessarily all that long. Does have tight tree-lined fairways. Accuracy, uh, a little bit more important off the, off the tee here. However... Uh, Gil, I kind of went with more of a bomb and gouge strategy this week. Just reading some player quotes from the past few years. Uh, Cameron Champ was one from a couple years back. I really dialed in on his strategy of, yes, it is tighter fairways. The the uh, the rough, though, not supposed to be overly penal for players. So that was where Cameron Champ only hit about 56% of fairways in 2019, uh, still going on uh, to win that tournament. And it was, uh, he was finding success by just hitting it far off, far off the tee and then kind of chipping it in there and using his wedges in from 75 to 125 uh, yards out. So that was really what I based my model around uh, for this week's tournament was really looking at guys who are strong off the tee and have that solid game from about 75 to 125 yards uh, out. Um, and we had some interesting names. I, I, it's tough at this time period, time period too, because again, we have the President's Cup, and then we kind of have the full fall swing events that begin week uh, or the week after that. So it is tough with that three week break. And a lot of what I do is looking at recent form for these golfers. So yes, I, I, the bets that I have this week are smaller than what I normally make. You don't have a real feel for what. Uh, the recent form is looking at coming in at the top of the odds board. You're going to see Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama, Corey Connors, Maverick McNeely, Cam Davis, Sahit Tagala, Taylor Pendrith. Um, I did end up playing Cameron Davis and uh, Taylor Pendrith. They were two of the higher guys uh, that ended up in my model uh, for running it, again, but really heavy off the tee. Good drives, but keeps us it basically keeps you in the fairway, fairway or not in the thick rough. Strokes gained par fives, par fours, 400, 450 yards. Strokes gained approach, opportunities gained. This is all at fantasynational.com, too. And then proximity 75 to 125 yards and 200 plus yards. Brendan Steele, Taylor Pendrith, Cameron Davis, I would say, were the guys that I really keyed on this week when just getting over to my bets. Um, those were the guys who really rated out highly in the models. If you're out there asking me, yes, where were the Corey Connors, Max Homas of the world? Yes, they're up there. It's just, yeah, I'm not willing to lay 16 to 1 or the 10 to 1 I'm seeing at DraftKings on Max Homa right now in a tournament like this where it is a it is a easier course. Uh, it is a softer field. Not that many high uh, high level guys right at the top with a ton of win equity chewing that up. So I'm I wanted to play some longer shots here. Taylor Pendrith, Cam Davis, twenty eight to one, thirty three to one in the outright markets. Brendan Steele, forty to one in the outright markets. What all these guys that I bet on have in common is they are long off the tee. Gil. That that was really something that was I baked heavily into the model. I'm looking for that length this week. Accuracy is going to be important, but I th- but for just from hearing from these players in the past. If they're in the short stuff, the short part of the rough, they think they can gouge out of that just fine. So did play that. Played some top twenty bets on Pendrith, Davis, and Steele. Top Australian. I did play Camp Davis in this market, but this was a very off market number that I found here in Vegas at plus one forty. Uh, so I don't know if you're you're going to see about minus one twenty, minus one thirty out him uh, on him. Rest of country on that. Not sure I'd be running to bet him at that number. Uh, maybe just look at him in matchups or a top twenty bet. No matchups I found in town uh, this week that I really liked, Gil. So really skipped that for my card. Really just kind of focusing on the outrights and splashing first round leaders too. Taylor Pendrith, uh, Brendan Steele, Cam Davis, Luke List, all in uh, the first round leader market. One of the stats uh, that I found uh, really incredible was the week one, or, uh, or the early wave week one, so wrapped up in the NFL. Morning tea times had at least a share of the first round lead in seven of the last eight years at this tournament, really because of that weather in Napa Valley. So I targeted guys that were going off in the early wave tomorrow morning, uh, all four of those guys in the morning wave 
of tee times tomorrow morning for first-round leader bets. Early because it plays so much softer is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well done, Kelly. Fortinet Championship. Who could forget it? Hallowed Tournament. That's right. One of the legends on the PGA Tour. <laughs> By the way, I went to the deli and I got an egg salad sandwich. Well, Way to hold it down. It was awesome. <laughs> what, uh, what, do you want to do teasers here real quick, or do you want to save them? What do you want to do? Oh, man, yeah, we Let's can, talk uh, some teasers. We can fire through them Throw quick. some teasers up there. Yeah, National Football League, week number two. Kelly has taken poetic license here. In addition, yeah, as always. Yeah. As always, in addition to uh, the Wong teasers. Browns, six-point favorites currently against the Jets, would not represent a Wong teaser. Again, it was Stanford Wong teasers, real name John Ferguson. Uh, favorites, is a home favorite, rather. But between seven and a half and eight and a half, teased down through the seven and the three, talking about six point teasers now. And of course, dogs of one and a half, two and a half, teased up through the three and seven. Yes, totals matter in that calculus as well. Commanders are two and a half point dogs at the Lions. Okay, they could qualify. Saints, two and a half point dogs versus the Bucks. Panthers, two and a half point dogs at the Giants. The Bengals are road favorites, so they would not. Eight point favorites at the Cowboys and the Vikings. Two and a half at the Eagles. Well, I mean, the Vikings stands out again, right? Like, that was the one we loved yeah. in week one. I don't care that they're on the road this time. And Give it's me a higher that. total, but. Yeah, but I still take it. I play, I've made one teaser bet so far. I don't, know about, I don't know about you. I've only made one. I don't know if I'm going to make more than that. Just Bengals and, and Vikings I played. That's what you did. Yeah. I, I just I don't see I, how this I, like I, I think this Bengals team is going to bounce back from last week. It's a lot of turnovers from Burrow. You still have one. Of, I think they still have one of the best offenses in the NFL with that wide receiver group uh, going into Dallas. That's just going to be I. They looked bad with Dak. Without Dak, they could look terrible. I think I could be blowout central this weekend. And then yeah, Vikings. I like the Eagles too, but getting them up to eight and a half, I love that. Play. Despite the total, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll put it another way. I'll make this simple. I like that one the best, too, Bengals and Vikings, if for no other reason that the other four teams you've put on the board here, I don't completely trust. I sort of trust the Browns, but I don't completely trust them. I certainly don't trust the Commanders at the Lions. Saints against the Bucks, Nope. Panthers at the Giants? Not at all. So, I mean, for me, Bengals, Vikings, even if you look at it through that prism, that's the teaser to make. Teaser time on a Wednesday. It's floating with us. Right here on the Numbers Game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We will come back, among other things. We will talk with Josh Towers in studio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus